My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm obviously not in the studio. It's weird hearing you say those words and seeing that background. You, you like that? I do. I dig it. I dig the cars. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in one of my friend's offices over here on the East Coast. And uh, I got to tell you, it is, uh, it's fun to be on the East Coast because everyone honks at you and pretty much everyone's food <laughs> over here. Yes, that is true. That is very true. Welcome to New York City. So we're joined today by by Brian, by CanCon. Let's go ahead and bring him in. Boom. What's up, guys? What's hey, up, welcome to the show. We, we We've got a lot to talk about today. Uh, we're, we're, again, talking about the corruption of the Dominion voting machines. And, Brian, you've done an amazing job of going through talking about uh, really, the, the ridiculousness of what we're dealing with—it's it, unbelievable that right now they're still gaslighting and saying there's nothing to see here, and yet there's even more evidence today. And now they're—they're they're using a company <laughs> to run our elections. It's a communist company. <laughs> but don't worry—they're uh, not going to be running anything. It's just like a superficial running. They're only doing micromanaging you know they're they're not getting into the actual election they're just they're just kind of touching the surface of it (laughs) and it gets more absurd by the day but wait there's more (laughs) right kane co the great has been doing an incredible absolutely incredible job exposing this company that we're that we're uh referring to i i i kind of stay clear of this (laughs) it's still a little bit too fresh for me to jump into uh, not fresh, but uh, controversial right now. But uh, Kane Coa is doing a great job putting out uh, just factual statements, you know, factual arguments about this company, you know, things that, that they've done, things that they're doing. And you cannot ignore the communist ties. And what people don't realize is, you know, when, when, when we send data over to China, they take it. It's theirs. That's their law over there, that any any data that makes its way into China, regardless of whether it's to a private entity or not, the CCP now has rights to that data. So uh, this is extremely terrifying uh, that that we're welcoming this, like we're paying for it. Well, what do you think the outcome is, this, Brian? I mean, this is, it, it, they're flaunting it in our face. You have uh, basement Biden that gets up on TV, acts like Hitler, 
you know, he's got a new nickname called Shitler. Uh, but what, 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 what's the outcome? What, what, they're, they're pushing us into a corner where, frankly, we have no choice but to stand up and say and forcefully say the words no. No, you're not using these machines. You know, I've talked about, you know, solving the problem from the standpoint of going and taking the machines out and smashing the pieces. But how, how can we how can we not do that at this point? Yeah, and it seems like everything that's going on right now, when you put the whole big picture together, like you said, you know, uh, pedo Hitler is what was trending on on Twitter. Uh, You know, when when you see that speech and you think about everything else that's going on in the country right now, uh, in terms of the election, in terms of of the COVID and the vaccines and everything we're seeing starting to crumble on this, you know, I don't know if you saw uh, Gateway Pundit had a a, a clip up of a Romanian... um, uh, uh, you know, legislator that was questioning Moderna and AstraZeneca the other day. I think it was yesterday, and um, you know, as asking them like, where did you get, where did you get the, the, uh, where did you get the, uh, what, what do they call it? Where they, where they structured the, the genome of, of the virus? They got it from the engineering of it. They got it from China. Like they didn't even do it themselves. You know, and, and just everything that's coming out right now, it feels like everything's coming to a crux and they're pushing so hard against this. That's why Joe had to make that speech. He has to paint MAGA as the bad guys, because I think I, I, and I firmly believe that what we're seeing going on with Coy Griffin right now in New Mexico is a, a test, a litmus test, if you will, for President Trump, because I think that's what they're going to do. Last minute is dump Section Three Article, uh, Section Three of the Fourteenth Amendment, on President Trump at the last minute in 2023 or 2024, and prevent him from trying to prevent him from running. Well, I, I can tell you right now that if you if you thought it wasn't going to be a war before, and you thought we weren't at war, I mean MSNBC and and Fox and all of these guys are saying. Not Fox, excuse me. The, the Fox is still riding the fence on whether or not they want to be uh, American. But uh, CNN and MSNBC saying we're at war and we need to declare war. Man, they, they, they've never seen war, number one. Number two, I believe they're pushing us to a place where we have to forcefully take a stand. Again, not violence. The violence is the radical left. But forcefully stand up and say, no, no, you're not doing that. And what they did to Coy Griffith, I mean, this is unbelievable. A state yeah. judge says that it's an insurrection and is using the Constitution as a weapon in order to take him out of office. Now, I don't think it'll stand, but but for it not to stand, somebody has to file an appeal, and I'm not even sure that Coy's doing that. Uh, he absolutely needs to. Uh, this is unconstitutional. First off, um, to, to accuse him of being an insurrectionist without due process of the law, you know, he has basically imposed the sentence for being an insurrectionist without a conviction. And I mean, that's that he is he is right there. He is taking that case and he is he is ruling on something that Coy has had no chance to to, uh, you know, to fight against. He was not charged with disorderly conduct. They tried or he was charged with it and they found him not guilty of that, I, I believe. So he didn't do anything violent. The only thing that he was charged with was trespassing on federal grounds, you know, and, and, and an insurrection is literally you know, it's a, it's something in U.S. code. It is it is uh, codified in the United States and it is defined as such. And nobody is being charged with insurrection. And I've been saying this, and this is where we get really dangerous because I've been saying this for for months now that you can't. The media needs to stop using the term insurrection because what you're doing is libel, well, slander, and it's defamation. You know, somebody uh, 
somebody put out on Twitter the other day and called Coy Griffin the first insurrectionist to be charged under the 1869 uh, amendment. And it's, it's simply not true. You know, to call him not an insurrectionist is libeling. It's libeling his name. Well, I think that he should sue every major outlet for it. And again, I, I keep keeping a, a record of all the people that have wrote bad things about me that are not true. But frankly, my list and and uh, Apollo, I was I was looking at the list. It's like four hundred people deep, and <laughs> it's a big <laughs> like, list. It's a big list, and I have to write down and categorize everything they say that's just not true. And I will remind everyone before we go on that as we fight to take back our country and as we are all preparing for the future that lies ahead of us, how important it is for you to protect your family and prepare yourself to be able to do so. We're blessed to have a relationship with DCF Guns here in Colorado. They have three locations, one in Castle Rock and two down in Colorado Springs, uh, but they have a ton of inventory. It's one of the things I love about DCF. They consistently have more inventory than anywhere else that I've I've seen. If you need a handgun for concealed carry, if you need something to protect your home, go to DCF Guns at any of their locations. Uh, if you go to dcfguns.co, uh, which is what you're looking at right now, you can go straight to their online store and you can check out the things that they do currently have in stock right now. Make sure that you get something that's appropriate, and most importantly, make sure that you get some training. You can do that at DCF Guns. They offer some great training by some really, really phenomenal instructors. So go get something that's going to work for you, that's going to allow you to be prepared. Get ammo, magazines, whatever you need. They have safes. And most importantly, get training, get familiar with the weapon that uh, you choose, and make sure that you and your family are protected. So that's DCF Guns in Castle Rock and in Colorado Springs. They have two locations there. Go to dcfguns.co to go straight to their online store. Boy, it has been... It's, uh, what's, what I find interesting is that there's no accountability at all because people are just like, well, you know, that only the radical left gets to weaponize the media and we just have to sit back and, and take it, which I don't think is true. Well, I, I want to say one thing about that. So in connection with what you're talking about, Joe, and, and also you, and I, I want to jump into your article, uh, Brian, but what you said about a litmus yeah. test and how they're, what they're doing with Coy Griffin and his, his speech and everything, the, the litmus test, that's what they've been doing the entire time. And frankly, the American people have failed that litmus, litmus test for the last several years. It's what they, I mean, you think about it. What, what do they do with COVID? Okay, well, now you can't go outside. And now you can't go outside and you got to shut your business. Now you got to wear one mask. Now two masks. Now, okay, no masks. Three masks again. And all of it makes no sense. And then they start playing other games like, okay, well, they didn't stand up there. No one got upset. We were masking their kids. We were shutting their parents in nursing homes, you know, forcing them to get these shots, just continuing to play this game. It's the same playbook that they've been using with gun control and, and all these issues for decades. And then they started playing weird games like, okay, well, how about this? Let's lock down these people so they can't walk outside without a forehead check. But then the next state right next to them, uh, let's leave them open. No restrictions. I mean, we have failed the litmus test over and over again, and I think we have to come to the point right now, whether it's fighting for this election stuff, documenting what's going on, everyone showing up in person day of to vote, refusing to abide by any mask requirement, any vaccination, any any of this stuff. The American people need to get to the point where we say, I'm, we're done with the tests. We're not doing this anymore. We cannot afford to fail this litmus test anymore. 
you know what the first litmus test was in, in, in the whole COVID thing? And it was the most absurd thing ever. And they started with this and they said, if the people will fall for this, they'll fall for anything. Toilet paper was the first litmus <laughs> test. Seriously. Yes. Seriously. They, yeah. they yes. put out on social media that you need to have toilet paper. Some Somebody put it out there and it went viral <laughs> and you couldn't. You literally could not go to a store and get toilet paper across the entire country. And that laid the foundation. They said, they said, if we can get them to bite on toilet paper being a necessity over COVID, we can get them to mask up. We can get them to lock down. We can get them to stand in their little circle with the plexiglass all around them and the face shield and the mask and everything else. We can do that if we can get them to go with something as absurd as toilet paper. What benefit does toilet paper have in preventing the spread of COVID? Absolutely none. Instead of going for stuff like emergency, you know, the vitamin C supplements, instead of going for things like, um, uh, well, and even at this time, the face mask, you, the, the emergency, the vitamin C supplements you could get all day long, those should have been sold out. The, the, the stock for emergency should have went through the roof. 100%. Well, I, I, think, I think you're, I don't think you're right. I know you're right. But as we start diving back into it, I want to I dive into this because we're going to have Jeff Lindbergh on again uh, on Friday. And uh, Brian, you're, you're welcome to join us. It's going to be a it's going to be an amazing show. We're going to walk through this this Washington Post article. Did you see this Washington Post I article? Did. I did. This is un- this is one of the most this is unbelievable. And as I was talking to Jeff, he's like, Joe, this isn't true. This isn't true. This isn't true. Uh, Mr. Producer, if you can bring you can bring this up. Go ahead. Sorry, Brian. Well, I was going to say, I sent I sent Apollo a YouTube video from 11 Alive News in Georgia, and I, I wanted to I wanted to see if you could play that. It's only like a minute, and I think it's yep, a minute 45. Yep. All right. Let's let's. Well, I mean, it's not my show, but but oh, ahead, I, I think ahead. you need to play that. I think you need to play that so that we can show the manipulation that's going on here. Yeah, because this this is bad. This is really bad that they're that they're doing this, and people are buying into this hook, line, and sinker, and think that you know what Lenberg and 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 Logan and all the other people there, the, the the tech experts that were there, like they did something wrong, and they did absolutely nothing wrong. All right, so I'm going to play this, and then I have the Washington Post article uh, that we can go through as well. All new video in the investigation into the 2020 election. This surveillance video, brand new from the Coffee County Elections Office, and it appears to show a county official escorting two people inside who have ties to former President Donald Trump. The result was a software breach. 11 Alive's Doug Richards is joining us now. So, Doug, you actually spent the day digging through those details. What did you find out? Well, the issue in South Georgia's Coffee County is why a leading Republican official greeted and allowed in folks who allegedly copied portions of the state election systems supposedly secure election software. The woman holding the door is Kathy Latham, the Coffee County Republican chair at the time. She's letting into the election office folks who spent hours inside making images of the state's election software and then boasted that they had shared it on the internet afterward. That's according to an attorney who is suing to force the state to stop using computerized voting because of its vulnerability to hackers. The evidence suggests that the uh, local election officials and some local politicians uh, facilitated the entry by the people making the copies into the election system and they just let them in. Said, come on in, and they copied everything. Attorney Bruce Brown says the potential damage is great enough that the state should make an emergency decision 
to conduct this year's November election with hand-marked paper ballots instead of computerized voting. The state says it is investigating what's happened in Coffee County. The state has also strongly resisted giving up computerized voting because it invested hundreds of millions of dollars in the Dominion voting system and because officials say voters like using the touch screens. Jennifer. All right, Doug. They like using the touch screens. What's wrong with these people? First and foremost, the reason isn't because they spent hundreds of millions. They spent 100 million, 109 million. Uh, that's not the real reason. The real reason is because the Dominion machines are the most favorable polls for the current elected officials there, where they poll 20 to 25 percent higher than on actual polls. So, you know, Raffensperger goes in and he's polling 25 to 30 percent and somehow he gets 52 percent in the machine. That's the best poll. Same with with Brian Kemp, who is polling in the 50s and pulls out 72 percent on the on the Dominion polls. So uh, that, in my opinion, that's the real reason that they uh, that they want to keep them around. But did you notice what they try and do there? The manipulation? Oh, look at this surveillance footage. And what do people do when they see closed caption television? They immediately think, oh, this is mischievous. Oh, look, it's closed caption. They're walking in with the election official. <laughs> They're walking right. in with with Misty Hamilton uh, or Hampton is also, you know, present there. She is the county election supervisor. And in Pearson versus Kemp, it was determined that county administrators, excuse me, county supervisors administer the election. So therefore, if there's malfeasance in the election, that's their job to to investigate that. And this is a step in investigating it. There is no uh, look, we're not talking like they opened it up for, you know, any Joe Schmo to come in there. We're talking about people that have security clearances, people that have uh, certifications in, in cyber forensics. You know, we're not talking about you know, just letting in some guy that was like, oh, yeah, I've hacked a computer once or twice. You know, this is absolutely insane what they're trying to do with these people uh, in, in Coffee County and, and, and taking away the authority of the of the county elected election official. Well, this is no different than what they did to Tina Peters. I mean, Tina Peters is allowed as a county clerk and recorder yeah. to do a covert operation to sting Dominion and sting the, the state officials. She has every right and authority to do that. Now, if she has to do something in order to protect the identity of one person over another in order to do that, that is a part of her job. And I, and I don't think that everyone understands that. I mean, they're, they're saying Tina Peters broke laws. She didn't break any laws. She is allowed to do covert operations in order to uncover election fraud. And that's what she did. I mean, that, that's in essence what she did. She brought in someone that has cyber, has cyber experience. I'm not so sure. I'm not sure how much Conan has as far as cyber insurance. <laughs> Uh, experience, but he has some understanding to make a copy so that they could actually uncover whether or not there was fraud. And they uncovered fraud, Brian, and they're they're literally trying to silence them the same way they're trying to do here. Let's silence and push down on everyone as they try to, to basically bring forward the information that shows the elections were stolen in 2020. And they continue to be stolen. They continue to have the voice stolen. Otherwise, Tina, uh, 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 Tina Peters, uh, Griswold would allow this hand recount to go down instead you know that now they're having to go to the supreme court you know because the colorado court apparently can refuse jurisdiction i mean what a what a gross i mean that is absolutely disgusting that, that all, all do you guys elect your justices in colorado supreme they're appointed court? appointed yeah yeah figures right right six what, what was it like six six democrats on a seven court panel a seven judge panel 
I mean, that that's that's absolutely disgusting. But anyways, that was Tina Peters. Uh, Tina, why why do I keep saying Tina Peters? That was Jenna Griswold's opportunity right there to prove in the Tina Peters race that everything was on the up and up, and and. and Colorado is the gold standard, but instead you see them fighting back against that. So it's like you get no, you get no clarification whatsoever, you know. And what we're seeing now in Coffee County, I believe, is a distraction for uh, some other things uh, coming up. Well, I mean, and and we're going into an election season. We're we're forty what fifty fifty five days away from another election, and this is and, and now they're saying that it's not going to be a red wave. That people are more concerned with Roe versus Wade and they're listening to the basement Biden. I mean, it's, 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 it flies in the face of just common sense. And now they're saying it's going to be more like a, a red puddle. Everywhere we are looking, there's disenfranchisement happening and people are just over it. They're, they're over it, but they're lying. And, and, and the amount of the lie is getting so much bigger because now they're able to just create ballots out of nowhere and nobody got access to the ballots except for in Arizona. Nobody. And you're not even allowed to test the paper. There's so much I want to say about this. The, the theft is almost to the point where they have perfected it. And before we go on, we have a new sponsor of the show. That is American Hartford Gold. If you're like us here at Conservative Daily, you are growing more and more and you are concerned about the future. And how could you not be? Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing. Market experts like Jamie Dimon, CEO of JP Morgan, not only predict a recession, but are using terms like economic hurricane and unprecedented. If you want to protect your future, do what I did. Call the only precious metal dealers that I trust, American Hartford Gold. They can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. All it takes to get started is a short phone call, and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. And they make it easy. They are the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the BBB and thousands of satisfied clients. If you call them right now, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. So don't wait. Call them now. Call 855-965-5545. That's 855-965-5545 or text the word FREEDOM to 998899. Again, that's 855-965-5545, or text FREEDOM to 998899. Well, it's not that they perfected the theft. I mean, that's not even close to perfect. But what they perfected is stonewalling people from being able to look at the uh, the theft. You know, the other day yes. I was talking to somebody, and I... And I, and I put this in my article and, and somebody said, and I, and I love the way that this was said. Someone said, when they tell you, show me the fraud, your response should be, okay, show me the election. Show me proof that there was fraud in the election. Well, okay, show me proof that there was an election. How do you show me proof? Give me the physical ballots. Let me, let me do a hand recount of the physical ballots. Let me examine the paper that these physical ballots were on. Let me look at the machines that have this proprietary software that nobody is allowed to look at, that you have guys like Clay Perique saying that they, they weren't even allowed to test it all the way through you know so that's that's my new thing when people say show me the fraud or show me the proof of fraud okay well show me the proof that there was an election and then i can show it you know you don't you don't if you're a detective you don't say okay well um you know i I want you to i want you to show me that this guy committed murder okay well i need to see a crime scene i need to see a murder weapon i need to see a body i need an autopsy i need you know blood types splatter reports all sorts of stuff but you can't have a detective just say hey look at look look in that window okay everything you see in there was there a murder you know, and so uh, we're, we're at that point now where that's that's my new response to people. Show me the election. Absolutely. Well, and so- they're, they're, 
go ahead. Sorry, Paul. No, 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 you're fine. I just want to, um, was, was this the article that you were referring to? Was it in the, yeah. uh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so let's put that article up actually. I want to walk through this. Brian, yeah. yeah. What, I want to make sure that we walk through this before we're out of time. So, so, uh, the, 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 the good thing about being able to write for gateway pundit now is that a lot of the stuff that we've kind of gone through in the past that didn't get the reach and the exposure that it needed now we have the opportunity to actually put some of this stuff out there and uh bring it to the public's attention now this this article right here i kind of do a general overview of of some of the other instances here but the focus on this is this one ballot in cherokee county and if you want to scroll down there to that picture right there now this is a a, a, a not the best example but there is another picture that's a high resolution pdf but in this one you can get the idea of what happened and and what happened in cherokee county is they did the machine count the original count on november 3rd they ran all the in-person ballots uh excuse me um uh uh the absentee ballots they ran them through the machines tabulated them got a count created a ballot image and all that stuff okay and so what you're looking at right here on the left is the original ballot from the first machine scan. Okay, so the November 3rd count. And this person obviously voted for Donald Trump, a lot of Republicans on the ticket. What you're seeing on the right is the recount when they did the machine recount. All right. Now they created a whole separate image. And what they did was really deceptive. If you look up at the top, it says tab batch ballot. Notice that both numbers are different from one to the other. Okay, so it's almost like they took the ballots out, shuffled them up because they're not even run through this. They're not run through the same tabulator. They're not in the same batch order and the ballots aren't even in the same order in the batch. So they literally took this batch out of ballots and somehow the, the first ballot on that batch now is the 27th ballot out of probably 100. Okay, so so how does that happen? Like, how does that ballot get shuffled up so much that it goes from one to 27? Like if you flipped it and it went from one to 100, okay, I could get that. I could see that you flipped it over or maybe, you know, I, I don't know what the explanation is. But what we what we do know is that this looks to be intentionally deceiving to do this. Um, to switch them all around. And what we found is if you look in the top right-hand corner of this ballot, it says 9027 DUP. Somebody wrote that on this yeah. ballot. And duplicate. because of that, yep. Well, I don't know if it means duplicate because like it says, there is no audit log for, for a change to this ballot. And right. from the first, from the original count to the machine count, a vote is added for Joe Jorgensen. Now, if you scroll down just a little bit to the next image, it's a higher resolution. Let's produce your next next image. There we go. There you go. All right. So zoom in on this a little bit. You can see that this person. You can see clear as day that this person um, filled this ballot out by hand. You can see that the hand marks and everything else. But that Joe Jorgensen vote is perfect. It is perfectly filled in, crisp, everything. How did a vote get added from the original machine count on November third to the? second machine count on i think it was november 24th i think is when that started so in in the course of 21 days three weeks somehow a vote gets added to this ballot and again you you might be saying okay well that's just you know that's just one ballot okay well it was this was only caught because of that 9027 dupe in the top the writing that made it identifiable. Otherwise, would it, what happened is you took all these ballots and you shuffled them up so you can't go back and look at, you know, 
ballot uh, tabulator 950 batch uh, two ballot number one, you can't go back and compare them from the first count to the to the second machine count. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you, no, you, I do. You should, you should be able to pull them up and compare them side by side and say, okay, these two ballots, okay, next one, next one, and just go down and make sure that everything's on the up and up, but you can if you shuffle them up like this. Okay, so Brian, let's talk about this for a minute. So this, how many times did this happen? And what are they saying that the reason is for this particular ballot? I've reached out to Cherokee County twice. I reached out on June 6th with an email and I reached out again on Monday with an email. Uh, I have heard nothing no. back either time. What's up? No response. Nope. Nope. I, I've reached out twice now to Cherokee County to try and get an, an, an explanation for this. Um, you know, I've, I've gone through like I've, I've, I've been pretty adamant about this, about making sure that, you know, all my ducks are in a row with this with this ballot, making sure that's, you know, legit. Now, what's funny is I just actually amended the article uh, this morning um, and I added a clip from uh, Professor Clements and Aaron Clements presentation out in New Mexico, where it's a really short clip. If you want to play it, it's in the article. Um, and, and Aaron talks about um, the same thing happening in New Mexico. If you want to. Yeah, let me go give me it. one second. We'll play it right now. There we go. Yeah, it's, it, it takes a second because uh, there's like a, I don't know, something's broken on the plug. There you go. Click that video. Come on, go bigger. All right, hold on. I got to do this manually. Give me one second. Let's make this nice and huge for everybody. There we go. All right. Mentioned the tabulator is a printer. Um, this is a ballot we found in Doniana County, and it has a mixture of handmade and printed marks on it. So the two marks that are circled, those were printed by the ICE tabulator, and I, I have a high resolution scan of it over here. It's very clear when you're seeing it in person um, because it has a distinct appearance, though it doesn't really show up after you in the in the images that Dominion scans. But this has a mix of hand, hand marks, that's what that one was. It was made with a ballpoint pen and then these two were printed by the tabulator. How did that happen? I mean, didn't Kubmer wow. give I, testimony about, look, wasn't he bragging about all the, go, all go the down, they just could fill one, us in? Go down uh, right underneath that video, click the link, and, and and I got exactly what you're looking for. The video? You just, you just fell right into the Brian trap there, Apollo. Oh, oh yeah. Link. Oh, yeah. You've <laughs> got to be kidding me. Okay, we're going to wait for the end. It's going to be Joe, Darn Joe's it, Brian. best friend. Joe's best friend. And I want, you to, I want you to notice Coomer's body language in this video. Look at his body language in this video. Watch. As his as his buddy is just loose, loosey goosey, loose lips sink ships, divulging all of their uh, secrets. What I created on the ballot is we have a huge library of handmade marks, it. so it's not a perfect oval that it, you're going to be able to identify that, that was marked yeah, by a machine. Oh, but crap. it's it's, uh, it's a library of different random. Whoops. Sorry, Apollo's yep, yes. idiot. My bad, my bad. Uh, of these marks that are created on the ballot is we have a huge library of hand-made marks. So it's not a perfect oval that it, you're going to be able to identify that that was marked by a machine. But it's, it's, uh, it's a library of different random 
hand marks that looks like somebody else used a Sharpie to vote the ballot. So you're not going to be able to say this is a uh, ballot voted by the accessible uh, voter, and this is a ballot voted by a person on the, with a Sharpie, for example, or for the mark. Yeah, again, it's all about preserving voter anonymity. Um, you know, if, you, if you only have one or two disabled voters in a given precinct, and if you're using standard marking techniques where they're a, a, an exact perfect fill of that oval, um, you would be able to uh, distinguish that ballot from somebody that just hand marked it. So this is one of those further steps that we do um, to preserve that anonymity. Wow. And so you look at what, what Aaron found in that video and you see that it's not a perfectly filled in circle. It actually kind of looks like uh, you know, somebody went over a little bit. That's deliberate. So these machines are, are capable of, of, you know, with, with the naked eye, deceiving people into believing that it is a hand-marked paper ballot. Because what what's the one thing we heard during all the, uh, the testimony from all these people? Ooh. The one, the one thing we heard, sorry about that. The one thing we heard from all this testimony was that um, the, the, they had perfectly filled in circles. And so now there's, they're, they're literally in, in the name of anonymity, you know, because we got to make sure that I, I don't understand that. Like, does somebody, is somebody really going to be like, oh, that guy's handicapped and he voted and that ballot is perfectly filled in. So that has to be his ballot. I, I mean, the absurdity of that to give something a vulnerability that can be exploited like that is mind blowing. And as we see the continued assault on our privacy, on our freedoms, and the information war we find ourselves in, it's always important to protect your online activity. So if you're tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the internet, or maybe advertisers know a little bit too much about you, if you're concerned about the privacy of your identity, using incognito mode will not solve the problem. IPVanish VPN is here to protect your right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online, and it's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners of Conservative Daily Podcast, and you get a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you're getting nine months for free. On top of that, it's an awesome deal. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's running. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com forward slash daily. Well, and and they're, and they're, and, and here's the issue. We, we've already come to, there's no there's no, hey, look, there's a conspiracy theory that the elections were stolen. We've already uncovered all of the theft. The only thing that's left is getting access to the, the source code and seeing what kind of root kits or uh, devices inside of that were triggered and what that PID function looks like in order to get to an outcome that they want. Right? We already know the machines are actually compromised. And now that you have, I think that's why the media is doubling down, doubling down, doubling down and trying to attack Jeff Lindbergh, trying to attack 
anyone and everyone that speaks is because we already know and more and more people are finding out that this is the, the reality they're but they want to just say people are stupid and and frankly my fear brian is that we are actually at a place right now where we're done talking about it and so what what, what what's next i mean this, as we work the problem what's next we can't go to the judiciary it's compromised can't get legislators because they're told not to talk about it on both sides of the aisle our, our entire country is captured by uh, either people that are, are weak and ineffectual and apathetic or and, and, ca and cowards or they're complicit in the behavior well we don't have any place to turn you're exactly right in that regard I, I there is an interesting concept that um, will come to light in the in, in the coming weeks um, but I mean, you know, we've tried everything. We've tried the election boards. We've tried the judicial. Uh, we've tried the legislature and, and nobody. It, it's not even that they stop you. They don't even want you going into it. They don't want you looking into it. They don't want to give you, like I said, show me the fraud. OK, well, show me the, the election like you have to. If, if we're going to. And this isn't something like there. there is no protections over the ballots. There is no you know, pr confidentiality or privacy. The, the, the government isn't isn't subject to, you know, constitutional protections. Like, it, it's absurd that they're stonewalling us this hard. If this was any other process, an audit, an IRS audit, a bank audit, any other process, if there was this much evidence, like that ballot right there, somebody freaking explain that ballot. Somebody, please, I mean that and here we are dealing with an election official bringing people into coffee county to hold the machines and make sure the machines are doing what they're supposed to do as if these guys they didn't put anything on the internet there's nothing on the internet they didn't share all this information but for them to sit there and 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 go after this election official and go after these individuals but meanwhile you have something that is a legit First off, it's a it's a constitutional infringement. It is is absolutely uh, infringing on the the voters' um, uh, First Amendment rights as well as their civil rights to be able to vote. But it's also against the law. This is this is I mean that's treason if this machine is intentionally adding votes to take away uh, and and make in 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 that case what it did is it made the the Trump vote not count by adding a Jorgensen vote as an overvote. That that is, I mean, that's borderline treason if if it intentionally did that. You well, want to talk I about insurrection? There, there's your insurrection. I'm just I'm blown away because I don't understand why there's an issue with people understanding this because the Dominion manuals, Coomer's own words, every expert report, we know that they're capable of doing exactly that. They replaced the the images with like it's all laid out. Everything that's happening. So like this this just one example. The only question is why? Why is this happening? Like this, this is down to like really simple brass tack kind of kind of stuff right now. Well, I, th I think that if we if we just look at the the, the and again I'm going to come back to working the problem. They're going to say it's human error. They're going to say the machine glitched. They're going to say all these things. We should never have a system where they say it glitched one time where we're not double checking every time, right? Every single ballot. We, it, and, and, and doing a hand recount. The second they say stay away from the hand recount means that they're, they built a system that is designed to tell us what we're supposed to think, what we're supposed to vote for. These people are being selected. And, and frankly, I'm upset of the fact, I'm upset at the fact that both sides, both Democrats and Republicans can't realize that, that we're, we're in this banana republic that nothing seems to matter, that, that no laws have been passed, nothing has been done 
that protects us as people and there's no transparency yet we're supposed to trust people that say this is what the outcome is well the republicans in my opinion the republicans are just as guilty in, in this i think they've benefited from this just as much as the democrats have uh, especially at the highest levels you know your mitch mcconnell's your your lindsey grams i i think they i mean mitch mcconnell is consistently polling like in the teens and somehow that guy pulls out this you know amazing victory they spent like what did they spend it wasn't like 200 million dollars on, on that race or something ridiculous like that i know it wasn't that much but you know they they threw a ton of money at the democrat to beat mitch mcconnell in kentucky and they couldn't do it and the guy's polling like 18 percent. it's 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 crazy so um you know this is the fox guarding the hen house because they keep saying you know oh well so-and-so is a Republican judge. So-and-so is a, they're re Republican officials. They're Republican congressman says this. And it's like, you're, you're, you're taking this way out of context. Like, I don't think, I don't think it's Republican or Democrat. I'm going to go after the election no matter what. DeKalb County was a Democrat primary. And I am livid about DeKalb County and, and think that we need to have a thorough investigation. And by the way, DeKalb County is 100% stonewalling us on any open records requests right, right now. We've tried to get the system log files. We've tried to get stuff from them, and they're stonewalling us. I, I uh, Apollo, I, I sent you a link in the chat. If you want to click on this, this is another county in Georgia. I asked them for their 2022 primary uh, slog files, system log files. This is what they sent me. This, wait till you see how bad this is, Joe, as a tech person. They, this, and I haven't, this is the first time anybody's seen this publicly. They sent this to me last week. They literally took First off, it's not the system log files. It's the election night reporting. They took it in an Excel spreadsheet, converted it to notepad, and then blew up all the font to 72 point. Apollo, you can open any one of those logs. They're all the same exact thing. Okay. Just wait till you see what they did, Joe. They made it so that a 400 page document, a slogtech.txt file, is over 7,500 pages. It's It's... I, I wrote them a, a long, stern letter oh, in response saying that you are you are willfully uh, obfuscating my ability to hold a government accountable. And I think that this is deliberate. And, uh, you know, I explained to them, I've already gotten the system log files from your county before. Uh, send me these files right here. So we'll see if they do it. But this was deliberate. This was deliberate what they wow, did. Wow, this is unbelievable. Let me see it. Hold on. I got to... Um Bring it in a few ways. Give me one sec. Come on. <laughs> Brian, I am really concerned that it's going to take force. Okay, I'm really concerned. Think, what? These are slog files. Uh, quote unquote slog files. Look what they did, dude. They blew the font up to like 36 point. Normally, I mean, normally this would be line by line. I, I don't have an example of, of slogs that you could see, but it looks just like normal code it's line by line yeah there's like 12 here. words this is this is so what slog files normally look like I, I don't know if you guys can see, can you switch to my camera but yeah here hold on sec. hold on right there oop oop right there that's about what slog files would normally look like now now why did they now did they send it to you in an excel file or would they send it to you no, they sent it to me as a as a uh, I think it's a notepad file. They sent me a, a whole link. Um, so there's no way to shrink the the font and get it back to a 
Oh, it's a PDF. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I can't shrink it. But it's it's not it's not slog files. It's not even what they said it was. Like I went through and picked words. It's it's too hard to actually go through and decipher it. So I sent it off to some tech people that I know, and that's exactly what they told me. They said I can trace this. They went from an Excel spreadsheet to uh, a Notepad, saved it as in Notepad, blew up the font, and then exported it as a PDF, and that's what you got. And and so slog would, files are they not. Would not they files. would have to be deliberate. Hundred percent deliberate. Now. Yeah, it, it, it was 100% deliberate. Now, this county, um, they've said that they're going to send me the proper files. It'll be later this week because I guess the, the, the person that they can consult with is out of town. Um, but if, if we do get it, I think this will be the first 2022 primary slogs that I've seen personally. Uh, and again, DeKalb County is just outright just not answering any open records requests, which they're probably flooded after the, the, the quote unquote, well, the bleep show that they put on in the 2022 uh, primary, but you know we can't even hold them accountable. Like when 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 you open records request something and they're deliberately trying to, you know, send you down. Like I mean, that's just disgusting, man. Like I don't know. <laughs> I'm so furious about that. You know, it, it, it there's there's a big problem. My problem with what we're looking at right now is that. And again, I want to come back to it. Like, what is the remedy? What is what is the people's remedy? At this point, I, I feel like the only remedy we have is to be able to say, look, you're not using the machines. You're not using mail-in ballots. And by the way, we've stayed away from the mail-in ballot problem, but that's a huge problem too. Mail-in ballots is a place where you can just launder ballots at, at record. You could just print them, put them in an envelope, put them aside. There's no way to track that ballot or have transparency in that ballot going to the right person or having the, even it being a real person. One of the one of the shocking things from the Moment of Truth Summit when I was cover and I covered this in an article on Gateway, is um, that I think it was in Alabama, I think, where they actually went and copied ballots at a photocopy store, like at a you know mm -hmm. like an, a, an Office Max, Office Depot type store. They went and actually copied the ballots and then ran them through in the logic and accuracy test, and the machine accepted them. The machine accepted them. So, you know, first off. We need to pass a federal law that you, a, a, a common printing press company cannot print ballots. If somebody brings them in and you're caught printing them, that should be a huge, huge, huge fine. Um, but furthermore, like, how is that that a photocopied, a Xerox, a Xeroxed copy of these ballots can actually be accepted? And when you have mail-in ballots that just, I mean, look, did you see the video the Gateway just put up about uh, Detroit? Uh, the 13-minute video with just, I mean, thousands of ballots, uh, you know, being dropped off in these drop boxes. Women coming in, a woman comes in with like 40 or 50 ballots, dude, and just like shoveling them in there. So the mail-in ballot point where they have the postal workers coming. Can I play a minute of this? Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Look. Look at this. Unbelievable. What you're seeing here is a woman that's putting in a stack of ballots. Yeah, so now here's there's like several several instances of this. You have a mail truck what rolling is up. This? What? A mail truck. <laughs> I mean, like, a mail you truck. have to do 
All you have to do is put it in the bin behind you and, and put it in the mail. Oh, look at this, another one. No, the reason I wanted to play this part is because it's like over and over. The mail truck just keeps coming back. And for those it's of you... Yeah. And, uh, you know, oh. people will say, oh, no, you can't, the mail-in ballots, you can't cheat like that. I mean, literally the fact that we have on record a case where people just decide to go photocopy these things and then it worked. That right there should give you enough, enough, uh, you know, information that's to say that. that there's something look, going on. That's yeah, the same that. mail card theory. Yep. In a different that's car. In a different car. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and then the truck's going to come back. Here's the mail truck. Oh again. my god! <laughs> you know, it's not even done. No. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, he's a passenger. Oh, look at, look that, at that stack. stack. Right. Look at that stack. Wow. Wow. Man. Wow. Oh, wow. Look. Look at him. Do you oh, see wow. him? Just unloading. Look at this. He's been standing there for 15 seconds now. This is a mail carrier that literally came back truck after truck after truck dropping off absentee ballots. Oh, wow. Uh oh, oh, oh there's one Did more. You? you didn't think he was done, Joe. <laughs> he comes back again. Oh my god. I gosh. think this is four ballot. I think this yeah, is so I'll, cut it, I'll cut it there. You should watch this. It, it's just nonstop. Yeah, that that wow. video's up on Gateway Pundit. I think they need to pin that video for like a week. It's it's not pinned anymore. It was pinned all day yesterday. Um but yeah, Gateway Pundit well, just released that yesterday morning. Yeah, it's it's on the it's on the site. Uh, Apollo, we need to find that so we can put it in the comments too. Oh, I'll do it right now. Unbelievable, unbelievable. I mean, it is believable, but it's unbelievable. Well, I mean, there's your validation for for two thousand mules. I know they've had problems with getting everything uploaded for for this ripcord and everything, um, but I mean, there it is and. And Joe, you're right. Like nobody is doing jack about this, and that's the that's the tragic, terrible thing. I mean, right now, Michigan should be. If you're in or around Detroit, you should be just banging on your election office doors, telling them get these damn drop boxes out of here, get rid of this uh, absentee voting with the DMV, where you're automatically put on the you know the absentee list and registered to vote when when you sign up at the DMV. Get rid of all that shit, you know, excuse my language, sorry. Get rid of all that crap. Uh, voting is not, voting is a right, but it, it's, it shouldn't be easy, okay? And, and what I mean by that is I'm not, I, I'm not saying like, when I say easy, like if you're a law-abiding citizen, it should be relatively easy. You go, you, you, you register to vote with your ID, you know, you go to vote and you actually vote with your ID, you vote in person, all that stuff. If you look and if you're like indefinitely confined or something like that, sure. OK, you, you, you absolutely have a right to do to vote by absentee. But you shouldn't be voting for absentee because you're lazy as hell and don't want to get up off your your butt and go down to your precinct and vote in person. Um, we're, we're, and, and unfortunately, speaking to what you were saying earlier, Joe, is I think we are on the cusp of the fourth turning. So if you're familiar with the, that, that concept, it's that every 80 years, you know, there's a, a, a groundbreaking conflict you know war typically uh that changes you know the structure of of our country essentially and we're i mean we're right on that on that cusp right now 
And I think that it is going to be, I think they, I, I actually think they encourage it because what's going to happen when we come out of this is they're going to, they're going to absorb more power than they ever could have imagined. They're going to say, look what happened. And, and they're already, they're already starting to brainwash half of the country, you know, the, the left into thinking this insurrectionist idea that the federal government needs to be hard on this stuff. And so when it does happen, they are going to put their, their hand and their thumb straight down on the American populace and federalize everything, elections, every single thing you can think of, you know, they're, they're putting, uh, you know, um, Capitol police in, in San Francisco and, and, and Tampa, like what in the heck is Capitol police, U.S. Capitol police. That's what I'm wondering. Uh, I don't know if they've actually followed through in Florida because I I don't know that Ron DeSantis would allow that to happen, but this was months ago that they, that they proposed this. Um, and, and I, I do think that they want to eventually, they want to federalize law enforcement, 87,000 new IRS agents. This is where, this is what it's going to get down to. And, um, when we come out of this, you know, it's, it's going to be really scary. Well, I tell you what, we're out of time, uh, Brian, and I got to go, uh, the reason why I'm out here doing some stuff, but, uh, we have this thing on Friday. If you can make it for Jeff Lindbergh, you might want to pop in on that as well. Uh, I'll get to it, Brian. Friday. Yeah, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and pray if you guys are okay with it. Actually, you know what? I'm I'm gonna make Apollo pray. I don't know why you say like you're making me. It was my idea. Yeah, <laughs> <sighs> I, I gotta get my praying space. <laughs> Let's go, <laughs> Father God. Thank you for. Patriots, thank you for real men like Hancon, like Joe. Thank you for those who are fighting in Michigan. Thank you for Stephanie Lambert, for all those people who are choosing to see, who are refusing to keep the blinders as they completely unveil, as they reveal everything about the method, about their intentions, as we are being shown clear as day, just as Biden stepped out, as Trump so poignantly mentioned, like the devil surrounded in red i just pray that we have the strength and the courage to see very clearly what they are putting in front of us we have the courage to use our own free will to make a choice to move and to act and to create a reality for ourselves and for this country that is in alignment with your will that is in the interest of the american people that is not simply following the road to damnation that they wish to lay out for us as we approach this coming election, as all of this evidence continues to spiral, as we continue to feel the boiling point, as we continue to feel the temperature and the, the energy climb in this country as people get uneasy, I just ask that we all are able to remain calm and remain focused on mission, that we have all of our, all of our muskets pointed forward, and that people just have the courage there's nothing left. There is no part in this war, no part in this narrative, in this psyop, nothing that can stand against the American people if we just make the choice to stand up right now. I pray, I, I just pray, Lord, that we have faith in those courts and those systems that will serve us. And when they fail to, when it's clear to us that they will not take the side of justice. They will not take the side of the Constitution, the side of the American people, that we choose to move on without them. 
I thank you for the time that we have been able to grow and to connect with so many amazing patriots, with so many people who have been shining a light all over this country. And I just ask that we can embody the leadership and the, the strength, that the men can be true men, that the men can accept their role, accept their responsibility, accept their duty to you, their duty to their family, their duty to their community, their duty to their country, that we just step into that and do what needs to be done and do so according to your plan. Let us fight for our children. Let us fight for our future. Fill us with your light. Fill us with your words. May you calibrate our compass so that we know which direction to move. May we do so with the peace knowing that you are on our side and nothing will stop us. I pray these things humbly in the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hey, don't worry, uh, Brian. I'm going to have you praying on Friday. Ready oh boy oh yeah all right all right gentlemen well thank you for having me once again brian hey, god bless you all right i'll see you gentlemen on friday all right take care so that's it for for this episode it's a great episode a lot went over a lot of stuff yeah yeah i just want to remind it's... everyone here, go ahead. yeah go ahead sorry i just want to remind everyone to hit the share button and to uh Make sure that you become a purveyor of truth, become a ambassador of truth. It's super important that you step in the gap. We, we, we do know that, that we were just having the hard conversation about what it's going to take. It's going to take a lot. It's going to take everyone standing up and doing the right thing and standing next to each other. I also want to give a shout out to Mike Lindell and say, listen, go to my pillow, use code CD21, Charlie David21, and uh, help Mike out. We, we you know, support the man that is standing up to support you. All right, that's it. I'll see you guys. Uh, I will. I will not see you, Apollo. You're on tonight. We yep. have a guest tonight with you. Uh, I think we're gonna have Garrick back on, uh, and then we have a. Uh, oh. uh, we have a little bit. Yeah. So you're gonna miss one, bro. Not, are you serious? Uh, you guys are time. not gonna miss it. Garrick is amazing. Oh, it's gonna be super one of my fun. Yeah. 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 So uh, we'll see you tonight, uh, Joe. Safe travels, and we'll see you shortly. Uh, but God bless you all. Stay in the fight. Let's. Uh, let's. Men, it's time to act like men, so let's do the hard work. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the Fax Blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, 
you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the daily fax blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.